The following message is from a divine liturgy or another worship service at Transfiguration Greek Orthodox Church of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We welcome and encourage you to join us in person as we gather for worship of the Holy Trinity. For more information, please find us online at transfigurationgoc.org. And now, today's message. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Brothers and sisters, we gather this morning to celebrate a great feast of the church. The church, or rather the feast of the entrance of the most holy Theotokos into the temple of Jerusalem. It commemorates a historical event which took place when Joachim and Anna, who had been childless, took their very young daughter, perhaps around the age of three, to dedicate her to the service of the Lord and offered her to the priests in the temple, where we are told she ran up the steps that were usually ascended by the priests as they recited the Psalms and was received by the high priest and there, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, he took her into the Holy of Holies, which is remarkable. Because only the high priest went into the Holy of Holies. And not even every day, or every week, or every month, but once a year. Why would he do such a seemingly crazy thing? Take this young girl into the most sacred space of Israel, where the high priest would enter with blood and there sprinkle the blood on the mercy seat, that top of the Ark of the Covenant. Why would he do such a thing? Clearly, it was because he was led to do so by the Holy Spirit understanding that what was coming into the temple that day was, in fact, the temple, the very temple of the Most High, the one who would come and step into his creation through her womb, through her womb. In the beginning, when our first parents walked in the garden, they walked and lived in the glory of God, that filled the space, and they reflected that glory back. But after they lost this glory through their treason and were pushed out into the outer world, God later came, and after freeing the Israelites from bondage, he gave commandments that a tabernacle, a temple, should be built, and there he would be present with his people. In fact, last night we read in Vespers about the coming of the glory of the Lord on this tabernacle. When Moses has built, had built it, it says in Exodus that the cloud covered the tabernacle of testimony and the tabernacle was filled with the Lord's glory so that Moses was not able to enter into the tabernacle because of the cloud overshadowing it, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Later on, when a permanent 
temple was built in Jerusalem and dedicated by Solomon, we again read that when the priests came out of the holy place, the cloud filled the house so that the priests could not stand there ministering because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the house. Later on, when we read from Ezekiel, talking to us, prophesying about the purity and the single purpose of the womb of the mother of God, we read this. Then he brought me by the way of the north gate to the front of the temple, and I looked, and behold, the glory of the Lord filled the house of the Lord. This place that God had established to be a place of presence with his people was to be filled with his glory. And yet the sorrowful thing is that the temple of Jerusalem by the days of Joachim and Anna was not filled with the glory of the Lord. After they returned from exile and rebuilt the temple, the sad truth was that in the Holy of Holies there was no Ark of the Covenant. It had been hidden by the prophet Jeremiah in a place no one could find before they had gone into exile. And so in the Holy of Holies was just the space, the Holy of Holies, until Mary arrived and she glory of the Lord, filled the temple. She filled the temple that had otherwise been empty. She, the one who would bring God in the flesh to all of his people. And when he came to all of his people, he did not come to them blowing them away with his glory. He did this a little bit on Mount Tabor, if you recall when he revealed just a little bit of his glory to Peter, James, and John. Just a little, as much as they could bear. But the rest of the time, he set aside, not his divinity, but his glory. Why would he do that? Why would the Lord of glory, as it so often says above the Lord's head on crosses throughout the world, why did the Lord of glory set aside that glory when he came to us? So that you could see him. So that you could touch him. So that you could walk with him. So that you could eat with him. So that you could sit and listen to his teaching. And so you could benefit from knowing and loving him and draw near to him without fear. Brothers and sisters, this is the great and beautiful thing that we begin to celebrate today. In the very near future, we will celebrate his nativity, where peace is made between heaven and earth. But today we celebrate the coming of Mary, the Theotokos, the God-bearer, into the temple. The temple, into the temple, so that the one whose glory would blow us away could be seen, could be felt, and could be loved by us. Let us therefore not waste this great gift that God has given us. He is present with us now on this day in this place as the prayers of the liturgy so beautiful, beautifully say of him, 
you who are invisibly present here with us. He is with us always if we will but open our hearts to him and make the place ready to receive him in his simplicity and later when we see him as he is in his glory. To the God who loves us and does not abandon us, but comes to us so that we might be with him always. Be all glory, honor, and worship the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening today. If you'd like to learn more about the Orthodox Christian faith or about our parish in lovely Sioux Falls, South Dakota, join us online at transfigurationgoc.org. God bless you and always remember the Lord.